Welcome back to Fertility Babe and part two of my story. So it's January 2022. Mike and I had just got back from the UK. We'd had an amazing Christmas and a wonderful wedding party, celebrating our marriage with our family and friends. We decide to continue our journey to conceive. We're feeling very optimistic and hopeful. So we give it a few months and we are not pregnant. And we're okay with that because we know that it's not necessarily going to happen as quick as it did the first time. However, I'm now 40, soon to be 41, so feeling a little bit anxious. I've got six months until my birthday. And, you know, I know it can take at least six months to um, even more, up to a year before, you know, it's expected that you would conceive. So we decide to look into creating embryos, which means starting the IVF process. Assisted conception is not an easy option. It does not give you any guarantees. However, we wanted to give ourselves the best chances based on the fact that I was approaching 41. So we decided to do a little bit of research. I started to feel very nervous, but we both agreed that it was the best option for us because we didn't want to look back in a year or so with regret because when you're 40, every month, every year really does count. Counts at any age, but for sure, as you're getting older, it becomes, you know, a little bit more serious because you don't have the time to just wait and see what happens. So we decided to create embryos. So I had my first egg retrieval in May of 2022. Very kind of unknown. I was really anxious about the injections, but Mike gave me the injections. That was absolutely fine. They were way easier than I expected. And um, yeah, I had some kind of really nice practices for making sure I felt very relaxed. My room was really nice and spacious and calm and clean and tidy so that I felt expansive in my mind. Breathe in, injection, breathe out and make it kind of a little bit therapeutic. That worked really well and um, the egg retrieval was okay. Um, I was put under um, anaesthetic so I didn't, I was general anaesthetic so I didn't feel a thing during the process thank god and then after I felt you know crampy in a little bit of pain a bit queasy but nothing serious I was okay um I didn't start I felt a little bit um too okay so to speak on the way home and thought I could stop off at the supermarket then I realized the pain had kicked in and I needed to get home So rest is definitely required after an egg retrieval for most people. However, some people super, super fine afterwards. So I've had three egg retrievals and each one was very different. But this first one, I had a friend come in to visit me a couple of days after. I hadn't told her that I'd had the egg retrieval because I wanted to be with her and to take my mind off it because it's not as simple as you have an egg retrieval and um, you've got embryos, there's a process that has to happen. 
I'll go into that on another episode on another day. Um, But yeah, there's a process to wait to see how many embryos you get at the end of it. I happened to get three, which I was pretty happy with. And um, yeah, I decided that I would definitely do it again. I wanted to give myself a break of a month and I was doing what is called embryo banking. And because of my age, I decided that I wanted to get as many embryos as possible and that I was willing to do three egg retrievals and then after that I could start transferring. So I did an egg retrieval in July. I wasn't so great after that retrieval. I actually had to have a night in hospital because my blood pressure dropped and I felt, you know, really not great in myself. Luckily, I super quickly bounced back and it was just my body's reaction to everything that I'd been through. Then um, I decided that I would have another break in August and I would do it again in September. The things that we go through. Um, I say luckily, I'm not sure if what, what, what it was, but something inside me told me that I shouldn't do it in September. I think I was still a little bit anxious after my not-so-great retrieval in July. So I decided to give myself a break. I was also busy at work and decided that I could just have a break and I could come off the island. I've talked about being an islander before. An islander is someone that's actively on a journey to conceive. So come off the island and just have a break. So I did that and it was really nice. Um... I then got COVID, so the break was amazing timing because had I gone ahead with it, it would have been cancelled due to the fact that I got COVID. So COVID meant that I really needed to slow down and I wasn't very sick with COVID, so that was okay. It was just an opportunity for me to really rest and slow down. And then um, October is a really busy month at work, so I finished the season And in November, I decided to do another egg retrieval. This was my final egg retrieval. I was at that point thinking, I now had, um, at this point, I had six embryos. So I got three from round one and two. So at this point, I was thinking, do I just go ahead and do a transfer, an embryo transfer, instead of retrieving more? Because I had six embryos at this stage, all of different qualities, again, another episode for another day. So because my husband and I had planned a belated honeymoon, because the year prior it was still very COVID restrictions, so we hadn't managed to get a full honeymoon, but we did have a little mini moon at Mestavo in Greece. Anyway, so we decided that we would not do an embryo transfer, we would do another retrieval so that we could go on our honeymoon And I could also go to New York over Christmas to see my best friend, who I hadn't seen in three years. And I also hadn't yet met her two-and-a-half-year-old son, who is absolutely divine. So, yeah, we decided we'd do another retrieval. We got one egg this... Not one egg. We got one embryo at the end of the process this time. So I was a little bit disheartened because I had my kind of heart set on getting three to make it nine, as I'd got... um, three on my first two rounds. However, I got one. Um, I was okay with it because one is better than none and it only takes one. And I now had, I now had seven. And seven is one of my lucky numbers. So that felt good to me. It felt very aligned. So 
after that egg retrieval, I actually felt really good. And I bounced back very quickly and the pain was very minimal. So that's awesome. And then we went home and we had our amazing honeymoon in the Maldives. I did get to go to New York for New Year to see my best friend and I had a wonderful time. Then we came back to the UK. In this process, we in this whole process that I've shared, we'd also bought a new house. So we bought a cottage in Stenning. So we spent some time in our cottage. My husband's currently working on doing it up for us, decorating it and making it really special. We will live there when we're in the UK and Airbnb when we are not. So we had loads going on alongside our journey. And I think that's really important not to put everything into your journey. At times it has taken everything from me. When it comes to my mind, how I'm feeling, it's literally consumed me. However, I made the active choice not to let it take over my life completely. So I've still done the things such as get married, go on a mini moon, work, have a honeymoon, go see my best friend, live my life. Because a fertility journey can come, become very consuming. So it's super important to focus on what brings you joy and ensure that you do focus on that and bring that into your world whilst you're on the journey. So January 2023, we come back to the UK after, well, I come back to the UK after travelling to New York to see my best friend on my own. Then my husband and I come back to Greece. And um, that's where we're at now. So this year will be a really interesting year because we will be doing our embryo transfers and I will keep you posted and let you know in part three of my story later on this year how I get on with embryo transfers and how it how it happens and how it goes for me. In the coming weeks I'll also break down and go a little bit more into intricate details about what the process, the IVF process is all about because I've literally just kind of glazed over it in this episode and I also have some really awesome stories to share other people sharing their stories and us reflecting on their their experiences to help you so I'll prepare those episodes and I will also share them with you soon until next week have a great one and I'll see you soon